It's a GMG spoiler cast on this fine morning, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we watch and play. Time for the Spider-Man Away Home spoiler cast. I am one of your two hosts, your singing host, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge of the jury and the executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novacell. Look out. Here comes a Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. We are here to talk about the latest and the greatest from the MCU, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. And, of course, as is tradition, we're going to start with spoiler-free thoughts, uh, a rating just to wet our whistles, and then we'll jump more into the nitty-gritty and the things we really want to talk about. So this is going to be very short. Spoiler free thoughts because we we really want to focus on the details, right? Yep. I mean, let's be honest. So, Patrick, mm-hmm. your spoiler free thoughts and rating for this fine film. Uh, wow. Uh, trying to be spoiler free while talking about this film is going yeah. to be absolutely impossible. So, uh, I'm just gonna say I had a great time with this movie. This movie um, is. Uh, great from beginning to end emotional um, had you know highs and lows uh, laughter sadness uh, great action you know it was it was everything I wanted in in, in a superhero movie let alone a spider-man movie um, it's it, it it's it this is the this is the best spider-man movie since spider-man 2 uh, with Tobey mm-hmm. Maguire um, uh, and um, and yeah, I mean, it's up there with Spider. If we're talking about all Spider-Man movies, you know, next to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, so, um, but in the MCU, uh, this is probably the best uh, Spider-Man movie, and probably um, uh, number two on my list for uh, ranked of of at the top MCU movies, right next to Endgame. Um, so yeah, without getting too much into it, I'm gonna give this a, a straight up ten out of ten. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Love right. it. Loved it. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, for me, I would say that this movie pleasantly uh, both surprised me and did exactly what I wanted it to do and thought it would do all at the same time. Like, like you said, there were highs, there were lows. Uh, there were emotional moments that I did not expect. Um, there were moments that had me, uh, shocked in disbelief in, in really just amazed at the journey and really the way they brought us, they've brought us full circle with the Spider-Man. Like they, they took us in directions I did not expect. Um, let's see. I mean, non-spoilery things. There's not really a whole lot. I really want to say, cause again, we just want to talk about the details and, and the shocking moments and the fun moments and, and uh, it was just an all-around great movie. It was very fan servicey, which we'll talk about. But I love that. Like I love when they take it to the fan servicey level in a in a responsible and powerful way. Yep. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will I will just say while I want to give it a ten out of ten, there were moments that I thought it got a little too slow or a little too verbose, wordy, as it were. Mm. Um, I thought I thought there was a little more downtime than there should have been for a Spider-Man, but it was very minor. 
like I'm just kind of looking for there were just some moments where I was like, mm, can we pick things up a little bit? Uh, but I will give it a nine and a half out of 10. I definitely think it's in terms of Marvel movies in my top five. I really want to see it another time or two before I like concrete that in my MCU list. But sure. I can see it being a, a top five movie um, for a variety, a plethora of reasons I will get into. So I give it nine and a half uh, bowls of feast soup out of 10. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Good. Uh, with that, well, then let's just jump into the spoilers. This is where you want to stop listening. If you have not watched this movie, go watch it. Watch it a couple times if you want and come back and join us because from here on out, it is going to be spoilery. Yes. Yes. Very spoiler. So let's go ahead and talk about the obvious things that we saw from the beginning or heard rumors about that we saw proof of in trailers and then didn't. All three Spider-Men in one room this oh we're talking, jumping is, right into it oh, i just want to jump right to that because oh, right, that is right. like that is the highlight of this film yeah is yeah. all all three spider-man being together so i really want to talk about like what was it like in the moment you were watching it uh were you ready like like did the well, how did the your crowd react like when you know they opened up the portal and garfield came through they opened up the portal again and mcguire came through like where was your head at in that oh so you know like like you had said you know we uh expected it but it was also surprising at the same time because in the trailers and 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 anything that you've you've read or seen or heard uh we didn't know 100 percent concrete if toby and andrew garfield were actually in this movie right so right. when when I mean, let's let's we'll we'll talk about the the bad about this. Even though I give this a ten out of ten, uh, I would watch this movie over and over again. But there's some things that don't I don't understand. Uh, but when when Andrew Garfield was in that alleyway because he came first and he came out and just took off his mask and there was Andrew Garfield and the entire the entire uh, theater was just like gasped and like awed and clapped. And I did the same thing because it was just like, yes, this is like you said, this is fan service. These are they're bringing back the uh, the Spider-Man movies from the past that, you know, were, were critically panned uh, besides Spider-Man 2. And right. so um, so seeing this, it was just just having those Spider-Man does uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire come in. And be a part of the, you know, the protagonists uh, de- defeating these villains from the multiverse. Uh, it was just so, so cool. It's like it was so cool because Andrew Garfield, when he took off his mask, it was like it looked like Andrew Garfield. It looked like a year later. later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, right after Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, he, he had not changed. Same hair, same look. You know, he had it. Re- doesn't look like he really aged at all uh, since this his Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. So it was really neat, you know, and, and when that whole scene, when he comes in and uh, Ned and MJ are there and they're like questioning if he's really Spider-Man right. yeah, as he's him, holding his fingers to the ceiling. Throwing bread at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, I, thought, I thought your spider sense. He's like, not with bread. <laughs> yeah. Real threats. Not... Man, while, while you're up there, go ahead and uh, take care of those cobwebs. So, yeah, yeah. so he did that and he's like, uh, you know, you, do you, do you see it now? I am Spider-Man. So that was a, it was a whole like surprising scene, but they made it like hilarious at the same time. Yeah. 
gave it levity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, our our theater erupted as well. Um, I feel like um, before that, before that moment when the spider, uh, the spider men came, uh, the overall feel of the movie was pretty, pretty standard. Like nothing, nobody was screaming and hollering for other moments. It was when the spider guys, the, the multiverse Spider-Man came in, when Garfield came in, when Toby came in, uh, Toby definitely looks older. Um, well, he's not the spry youth he used to be, which I think he was a 30 year old playing a high schooler when they filmed. Uh, the original was, Spider-Man. Was he that old? I don't know if he was 30, but he was yeah. at least 10. I don't know. Like, I want to say he was like 10 years older. Usually when, when you, you know, you have actors playing high schoolers and things like that, you, they're usually not in high school. They're right, a little bit right. older. So it's yeah. totally understandable. Um, I mean, like, Toby, or um, what's his face? Tom Holland. I mean, he is old. He's not in high school and he was playing in high school. No, but he, he plays such a good, like his voice yeah. is so like yeah. high pitched and he's like, feels like a high schooler, but yeah. Yeah. And then what, and when they had uh, Andrew Garfield, when he got um, revealed, you know, he was in an alleyway and he was like, kind of like, where am I? You know, like, yeah. what am I doing here? And he comes running through the portal right? Uh, with or whereas Tobey Maguire, he was like, in i don't know what room he was in but it was like very dark and he, he was like, wearing street clothes he, like stepped, he wasn't even wearing a spider-man yeah he's wearing like young pastor clothes you you, yep, youth pastor <laughs> youth clothes pastor that's right <laughs> so he comes walking through and he's like it's like a shadow like he like it was it was supposed to be a reveal of them showing his face because andrew garfield had his spider-man suit on and he comes running through but yeah. Toby Maguire, he did just regular clothes and he comes through and then like, you know, the, the light shines on his face and it's him. Um, so it was really cool. And he looks like he's been through some battles because he's, For sure. he's old, uh, you know, definitely older. This is like, what, 18 years since the, the Spider-Man movie. Was yeah, I guess 2000? so. Yeah. It was like 2004 or something like that, right? Yeah, or, I think. Or maybe I 2006, think that... 2006. Either way, it was 15 plus years um, <laughs> right. since since that. So you can see that he's aged a little bit. Yeah, they didn't do any sure. deep fake. They didn't do any young uh, CG generation where Younger it was version. just like yeah. it was like 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 they've done in the past with MCU MCU movies. So they actually had them when you know they're they've been in their universe for a period of time. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of cool, you know, that they yeah. they brought them in like that. Uh, and they made jokes about it, you know, like they're they're getting older and their their backs are hurting and yeah, which was both a reference to how old they were and also a reference to Tobey Maguire's back issues that he used to almost bail on being Spider-Man three, I believe. Uh, that's a little oh. lesser known fact that he he didn't fake it, but he had some back injuries that that almost took him out of the running to be Spider-Man. Um, I think it's in the third one or the second one. I'm trying to remember uh but yeah so that was definitely uh, a shout out to that uh when they, <laughs> they had that moment where he was stretching his back and garfield's like oh let me let me stretch you want me to crack your back for you and he just cracks his back uh yeah that's that's hilarious that whole, the, the whole the banter between all the spider-men is amazing throughout they're they're playing off each other you know ned at one point he's he's like peter and they all look as they're like trying to make the cure for ever for all the villains right and they all look they're like i'm peter i'm peter parker you know like i'm spider-man like which one you know and then yeah. they go on later like spider-man one two and three peter is like peter one peter two peter three yeah yeah, yeah which is funny but let's let's go back to yeah, how for sure. how ned 
was able to create these portals. Right. Which to me was a stretch. Like he accidentally was able to create the portals and then I mean, he was creating the portals. Whereas when you go back to the Doctor Strange movies, him trying to create the portals was just like it was a battle for him to even create a portal. And all Ned was needed to do was just put on this and all he accidentally created it. Now that was Ned, a stretch for me. It was a stretch, but Ned also said that his like older members of his family said he had magic in his family. So it was just an indication that he had a natural ability. I mean, even Dr. Strange at some point is like, you did that. He's like, we need to talk later. No. Yeah. He's, uh, he's like, hmm, he just makes a, hmm, hmm, and then walks hmm. away. Yeah. Like I, 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 to me, I don't know. It was a very loose way of, of allowing him to create yeah. these portals. And maybe it, you know, like it didn't detract from the fun from the movie. Right. Uh, it was just like, uh, maybe, maybe he, maybe they could have done it a different way. Yeah. I think overall, like both for MJ and Ned, it, the wheels kind of come off like them trying to help Spider-Man, which is really, it's different than Spider-Man's typical, like he's more of a Batman like character where he doesn't like to work with others. He likes to work alone. He doesn't like mm -hmm. to put anybody in danger. And so there definitely was a degree of how are they going to be able to contribute to keep up like when they're keeping guard over the villains, which which really the overarching thing we have going on here is, you know, what we know from the trailer that 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 Peter slash Spider-Man, everybody knows the connection between who he is, you know, that he supposedly killed Mysterio, he's making life miserable for everybody. And so he goes to Dr. Strange and says, hey, can you do a spell that will reverse that and make sure nobody knows that I'm Peter Parker? And that Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And that spell gets messed up because Peter keeps adding these layers of, well, I want MJ to know, I want Ned to keep remembering, blah, 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 blah. And then from there, the whole logic of the spell gets twisted to where uh, villains and enemies of Spider-Man who know he's also Peter Parker start getting sucked into their universe. And pretty much that's the plot of, of like, that's the problem we have to solve. Uh, and so when his friends are involved, it's kind of like, you guys aren't going to keep up with this, but they yeah, make and, it work. And, and no, the whole, the whole Spider-Man uh, forgetting uh, everything to me, uh, I think if it felt way too rushed where Dr. Strange, like, Oh, you want to do that? Let's just go ahead and start the spell. Like without yeah. even having a conversation with Peter first, uh, yeah. I thought was annoying. I was like, why is he continuing with the spell? I thought he quit it. And then he was just like, no more layers. Yeah. It's, it's, it was, yeah. it was like, it was like someone like a parent who doesn't know how to dis discipline their kids. It's like, no, no more. Okay. One more, no more. Uh, this is the last time. Otherwise you're going to go to your room and then yeah. do it again. And then the last time, like that's, that's the way it was with, with Dr. Strange. And I, it felt weird to me that he kept allowing that to happen. Right. Um, so I can was, see that for sure. It was, it was just, it was just that part was, was, you know, strange, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Your pun is taken. And you know, it was strange because, you know, that the wheels start falling off and they discover that, you know, they need to gather up the villains that trickled through, even though they didn't completely complete the spell enough of it uh, happened to where it starts sucking in Doc Ock, Electro, lizard uh lizard man whatever um green goblin mm -hmm. and then dr strange is just like hey you need to take care of this scooby-doo this crap and then he just walks away and i'm like what 
no, help him just yeah. fix it real quick. Why It'll take you... five minutes for you to help <laughs> this kid to fix this problem. He's like, ah, oh, no, no, you Scooby do it. I got to go away. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was a little weird. And uh, you know, Strange was definitely not acting like himself a hundred percent. I definitely don't think he's a scroll or anything, but he was just kind of like you know. And I thought it was interesting that he got demoted, not demoted, but he didn't get his title of Sorcerer Supreme back um, because he got blipped five years ago. Uh, in the in the timeline so that was i thought that was interesting that wang or wong or whatever his name is he kept the title um yeah so interesting interesting indeed uh but overall i i liked the the logic that they made of of drawing in everyone who knows that spider-man is peter parker peter parker spider-man um you know and and the other moments i love revolving around the spider-man was definitely the the Garfield moments that hit you in the feels like when he gives a, a pep talk to Peter, when he saves MJ, uh, those were surprising moments that, that and, just hit me in the feels. So when, um, when MJ is falling and Tom Holland's Peter Parker jumps after him and then gets hit and then he gets yeah. taken away by green goblin. And then Andrew Garfield flies after MJ and saves her from falling yeah. in almost the exact same sequence where Gwen Stacy died in yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I'm just like, wow, this is like very parallel. And I could see like him say him when he jumped after MJ, he's like, he, he kind of redeemed himself yeah. from being it from saving MJ where he wasn't able to save Gwen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a really cool uh, parallel um, that if you hadn't watched the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movies, it wouldn't make the same impact yeah, as wouldn't if you hit. just watched it, uh, the, only the Tom Holland movies. Right, for sure. It wouldn't hit the same. It was, yeah. So in the, in the way they do all that, you know, it's just like yeah. they bring back those things and make it, they make those subtle, you know, references to movies like that, that... Um, like you said earlier and I said earlier, very emotional. Like that was like an emotional moment for, I, for me just seeing like him finally able to save MJ the way he would have saved Gwen. Yeah. Really cool. For sure. For sure. Uh, another emotional moment that I honestly didn't think would happen. And I feel like it was quite the buildup reaching it was the death of aunt May. And, mm. The moment where she said the phrase with great power comes great responsibility. Like I thought maybe uncle Ben had said it pre Spider-Man homecoming. Um, I understood that they made, you know, they made Tony Stark kind of the uncle Ben character in his life only then in no way home to help us understand that the person who was going to truly teach him to be Spider-Man was aunt May. She was the uncle Ben. And I thought it was a great, kind of twist i don't know if twist is the right word but a modification of of the traditional setup to where aunt may's the one who gives him the phrase the the mantra for spider-man and then she's the one who gives her life to demonstrate uh the pursuit of good the pursuit of responsibility and power and blah blah blah, like doing the spider-man thing so yeah and it all started when they were in happy's apartment uh, and they were using that the cure cage or whatever it was called. Uh, and they start becoming all the villains are like, no, we're not going to do this. 
and he's like aunt may run and i'm like oh no yeah something's gonna happen to aunt may and yeah. they go through all the way to the lobby and she gets hit by i was it was the the glider correct uh, and the, the glider green, comes through yeah and a green goblin bomb and it comes through hits her and you know she's like i'm good you could tell that she, she was wasn't not good it was it yeah. was like i'm good i'm not gonna look at my wound i'm good let's go yeah just she's knew, very shaky knew it was and all of a sudden she like she ends up like slowly passing away and you can see just that shot of tom holland's peter parker just you know over her like wake up you know wake up yeah and it was like it felt like that was an oscar scene from yeah, tom holland for sure it was yeah. so believable yep. uh and i uh, i teared up as well during that because i'm like wow this is his, this is basically his mom you know and yeah you know, passing uh just dying right in his arms yeah uh, very very big moment and like you said she says you know with great power comes great responsibility and that comes later when you know he's he goes off and he's mia and so andrew garfield and toby mcguire have to go find him and mj's like i know where he is they yeah. go up there and he says with great power and they come back and say what well, comes with well, yes. great responsibility is that like, martha that martha moment right yeah <laughs> why did you say that phrase <laughs> 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 and they and then like that very you know vulnerable uh emotional moment from all spider-man just like talking about uncle ben you know yeah. like it's yeah oh it was just really good and so, like they, so good yeah it brought them even closer together yeah and i and i think i think i said this no i think i told you this off podcast but this movie has made me want to complete the spider-man collection like Spider-Man. I have Spider-Man 1 and 2 on Blu-ray, but I have to get Spider-Man 3 now. I can't believe I'm saying it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to purchase the physical copy because I want the collection in my MCU collection on Blu-ray uh, of that. Amazing Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, I already have Homecoming and Far From Home and then I'm No Way Home, but but it totally like lifts up those movies, even the bad ones, to where it's worth it. Like It's worth going through those movies. I don't agree with the things that happen. But I know that I'll watch those now in the future and then I'll get to No Way Home. It'll be like, it doesn't matter now. Like all of that builds up to this, these moments in No Way Home. And it's, right. yeah, it's and amazing. It's, it's, it's like Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2 were, were the two worst movies in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. And what happened in No Way Home makes those movies just a little bit better. Now they're yeah, still bad better in enough. their own right. Yeah. But but they still what, have their terrible they, moments. But they redeemed some of it, some yep. of the horrible qualities because of what they did in No Way Home, which is yeah. awesome. Which is awesome to like, hey, remember these bad movies? We're gonna we're gonna bring you're gonna throw Easter eggs in there, we're gonna do references, we're gonna bring characters and villains back from right. those movies and show right. you, hey, you know, this was a an important part of how No Way Home story was yeah. told. So it's really good for sure. They did that. Yeah, speaking of bad, uh, we need to talk about the bad guys, the villains. Uh, mm -hmm. It brought back some old oldies but goodies. Brought back Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Electro, Sandman, uh, Lizard. Uh, thankfully, it did not bring back Venom or Topher, Topher Grace. Or, is it Topher Grace? Topher? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, did not bring him back. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. That would have been an awful 
addition, but yeah, it brought back some classic villains. They made the good choice of doing the Tom Hardy Venom. And yeah, later on old, in the yeah. after, uh, which we'll talk about that towards the end because that's yeah, that's looking forward to the future. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what did you guys? What, what did you guys? You're the only hey, one talking yeah. to me. I'm talking to myself too. What <laughs> did you think of the villains and their development, their continuation of their story in this? Uh, I loved, I loved uh, Doc Ock's mm. um, arc from right. uh, the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies to uh, to this movie. Because he was, he is a good guy, like a really, yep. really good guy. Yep. And the reason why he was bad is because the chip, you know, just like malfunctioned and he was no longer in control of these octopus arms. Yeah. You know, they were in control oh. of him. When uh, they, when they put that chip in and he's like, the voices are finally gone. And he's just like, you can see that his face and demeanor and everything change. Mm-hmm. That was a special moment. Like it, it didn't was. make me want to cry, but it was like, Yes. And it made you buy into the whole thing that Spider-Man was trying to do that I thought from the trailers was just like, why is he trying to save all these villains or trying to save? Of course, he can't save everyone. Just get rid of the villains and they're going to die anyways, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But it really it really drew you in and was like, you know what? Spider-Man's goal to save these villains. It's a good mission. And I support him. Like, that's where I bought into it when he did that with Doc Ock. Yeah, very, very good. I mean, like, and and that was the conversation he had with Doctor Strange was like, Doctor Strange, like, their fate is in their own universe. They are going to die. And May and May being like the voice of reason, she's like, you know better. This isn't you. You know, you're good. What you're going to be doing is you're going to be sending these people back to the desk and that's going to be on you. Can you really live with that? And that's, yeah. So, uh, so he, you know, with the help of his friends, you know, MJ, you know, is a big part of his life. And when she like nods at him, like, Hey, you're, you're, you're doing the right thing for doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just one thing that could, that would, that pushed him to be, uh, you know, a, a good person, a good yeah. guy and not, not be a, not be like, not necessarily a bad guy, but it's a decision that he's going to have to live with the rest of his life. If he would send them to, them to their death. Uh, right. So yeah, like you said, that I totally bought in, to him wanting to save their lives and send them back because that's the reason why they died. They fought Spider-Man because they're bad. And if they go back and they're like, hey, you know, these are they're good, good, good guys anymore. Why would Spider-Man fight them? They're not going to die. So right. um, it was it just really, really cool uh, story that you didn't get from getting get from the uh, from the trailers. Right. Uh, which I really loved. And you know, I, I hate spoilers. And the trailers oh, the trailers. Get, didn't give any of it that away you didn't know they don't it's it was just like they did with like the like endgame yeah. you know like they threw like scenes into trailers that weren't even in the movie or yeah. they threw those scenes except they were very very altered uh yeah. like when um tony stark was on the ship he was all emaciated and uh and then but uh but in the trailers he was uh, just normal guy, regular. Yeah. You know, he, he looked like a normal guy in space. Uh, so yeah. the way they did that, that's exactly the way they did the trailers here. And I'm so glad they did that because there are so many surprises. Yeah. Uh, and the, the story really, like like we tried to do our spoiler-free review earlier. And it was very hard. I can't imagine how hard it would have been to create uh. that that trailer although they did mess it up when they did the brazilian trailer and yep. left that one little scene in where you know the the lizard, lizard gets kicked in the face you know by a ghost right <laughs> yeah but man that moment when they all land on the statue of liberty 
like together and then they mm. go against those guys three v three was so good so awesome yeah for sure um i think that uh what about the another, other other villains because we talked like about doc ock green goblin he yes. was amazing uh, Defoe and so him good. reprising his role and he's like he's a broken man yeah uh, you know he's <laughs> oscorp is, isn't even existed it's, it's yeah. not in existence in this uh in this world and he's just broken but the way his the way his arc is uh from the spider-man movie to no way home so so they did so good uh willem dafoe i don't know like if he looks like that now but i could i to me it didn't look like he has aged much no he didn't i don't think he has i think that's just him like he just he looked just like he his voice uh his his actions as green goblin so creepy but i don't know about you but i felt like he was a little less zany like a little less comic booky in this one like he felt somehow a little more grounded Grounded, i don't know if it's just i don't know if it's just because i you know i'm just like oh i know i got over it in spider-man one but he just was so good in this I mean, he's he's had twenty more years of acting under his belt. Um, yeah, and that's he, true. It definitely shows that he's he's a pro. He's a pro at it. Yeah, he was, and he was he was a and a, he was a villain that you love to hate. You knew he wasn't going to pull any punches when he smashes his mask and goes to feast to oh feel bad for me. I want to be better. You're like, you're faking it. I mean, I I I thought he wasn't faking it. I thought that was his. I was his hoping he side. wasn't faking it, but it was his good side because it's like, too he, easy. As soon as he goes to the bad side, he's he's bad, <laughs> like really, really bad. Uh, and it's, I mean, he was really good as a villain. You know, he was like the the main villain, really. I mean, like, yeah. it's just, we thought it would be Doc Ock, but it wasn't. It was the Green Goblin being the being the main villain of the all the villains that came through. Yeah. Yep um besides defoe uh doc ock there was uh definitely uh electro was in there um he was fine he wasn't like he was way more i don't feel like his character really matched his amazing spider-man 2 character you would you know recognize that better than i could having just watched it but it felt like he was just on a power trip and maybe that's how he was by the end of amazing spider-man 2 um but he was clearly a bad guy from beginning to end. Like I didn't think he was going to come around and he didn't for the most part. He just got his power taken away. It was just like, well, I can't do anything now. I did. I did like his conversation with, uh, was it with Garfield where he was just like, man, I thought you were black. So that's another thing. Like when, when we, when the spell happened, and they're like, hey, we're going to bring the, all these uh, characters that know Spider-Man that that like he did. He was the only one that didn't know that he Peter Parker was Spider-Man and vice versa. Yeah, that was a little weird. So I didn't understand that. I was like, well, if you didn't even know who he was, you thought he was black. Why are you? Why did you get sucked in? Maybe he thought before he found out he was Peter Parker that he thought he was black. Like he was talking about, you know, back before I knew it was you. I thought you were black. I don't know. That's it's it was it's, just a weird reveal. It, it, it was kind weird of a weird, but I did like the it felt like it was a little bit of a shout out to Miles Morales. So 
I, there's yeah, a, that's there's the, a black I, Spider-Man out there. That was their intention. That was hundred yeah. percent their intention. Yeah, for sure. Um, then, but the, the Sandman, like he was a good guy and him be, be he's him staying a bad. Cause at the end of Spider-Man three, he was like, um, thanking Spider-Man. He didn't die. He never right. died. Uh, so like all these other, other villains are died. Um, right. Spider, you know, the, and, and he didn't. So, um, him him not wanting to revert back to normal and get rid of his uh, the, his sandman abilities didn't make any sense to me yeah yeah i didn't get yeah he was definitely a villain that i was like why are you doing this he's just like i don't trust you i don't trust anyone i don't trust anyone and that was like his motive for doing whatever he wanted but then he still like stood behind electro when electro was clearly on a power trip so yeah that was a that was a little weird i i would say that overall the villains I didn't always jive with their development, like where they're like, yeah, we're trying to be good, but we're not, but we are, we want to go back to our time, but we don't, we're going to fight you, but we, I don't know. It felt, I, I would say that would be the only thing that felt a little off yeah. uh, in, in some of the, the story development, but mm -hmm. overall, I really appreciated Spider-Man just being uh, the one that wanted to redeem the villains. I, I really liked that goal that he had to do that. Um, and then when it was all said and done, you know, the, 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 the spell that strange had messed up with Peter Parker, uh, got messed up even more, you know, goblin came in and busted it open, uh, released the spell, every Spider-Man villain known to man who knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man was coming through the, the multiverse and coming to their world. It seemed like they were going to lose. And then uh, Spider-Man Peter Parker says, um, just make them all forget me that I, that I even exist. And he just wants to go back to being, being just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man with nobody knowing his identity, with nobody knowing that he even exists. He lost Aunt May at that point. Um, and in doing that, everybody disappears. Everybody goes back to their, their time, their place, their earth. Uh, etc and spider-man makes the ultimate sacrifice loses his friends loses his, his love um loses his aunt may loses everything what a sacrifice yeah and in, in like the the beginning when he meets doc ock he's trying to find like the director or president or someone the dean of emissions uh to get mj and ned into mit and she he's he and he he saves her and he's and he's, he's like i don't care about me you know i just want ned and mj to be to get into mit um and then so you know at the end of the movie uh they forget him you know mj mj's like hey make sure you reach out to me i need you to reach out to me because uh, everything they've done all the love that they have for each other is totally gone all the times that uh that peter and ned will build that death star you know because it right. got broken again <laughs> in, yep. the, in this in this movie um you know all that he walks into that coffee shop and just sees them excited to go to mit and he's like maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't insert myself into their lives again because this seems like they're better off without me that was a rough rough moment yeah for sure for sure that uh that was a heartbreaker yeah um, but at the same time, like brought it full circle for Spider-Man. Cause I mean, really, when you think about like these three movies, this trilogy, I guess, as it were, um, this things have been coming off the hinges, like 
you have the first one and by the end of the first one you know he's he's still trying to figure things out um and people already know his identity second one a bunch of more people learn his identity and then of course at the end of the second one everybody learns his identity um it had to somehow be scooby-dude like just getting everything back to the way it's supposed to be fixing it up and uh, he does it in the in the most honorable responsible way and i think gets him back to uh being a classic spider-man like at the end he's swinging around the city in a classic suit with this classic bright red and blue colors no gadgets no gizmos just swinging fighting crime um you know it, it was heartbreaking though like you said like being in the diner seeing a little scratch on her head and her saying uh it doesn't hurt anymore it feels better now and he's like yeah and he's and you can tell in his head he's like it's got to stay that way and he wants to protect her wants to protect ned the the loved ones he has left and uh so uh where do you think we go from here with the spider-man i don't know it's it's weird because yeah no one knows who peter parker is but when peter goes to aunt may's grave and happy is there and happy's like why are you here how did you know may and he's like well I knew her through Spider-Man and Happy's like, oh yeah, I also knew knew him through Spider-Man. How did how is, is how does that is, work? Is Happy going to even understand how he even met Aunt May? You know what I mean? What, yeah. But without without yeah. Peter Parker, like how is he going to put those pieces together? How is he still an Avenger if no one knows who 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 uh who even Peter Parker is? Like. It does. It's 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 like I can't even understand how they're gonna tell that story where it's gonna make sense because it doesn't make sense to me right now. I need I need for them to explain stuff like that because usually, what and what the Marvel movies do whenever there is like a plot hole, you know, whenever there is something that doesn't make any sense, they usually reference it later in in future movies to where right. it does make sense. Um, so I, I'm, it's just very interesting how they're going to figure all that out. Like is Peter Parker, how, how is Peter Parker going to do anything else? If he, if he doesn't exist, if nobody know, if he doesn't even exist, uh, in his own family, in his own world, like how does it, how's that even going to work? Like, is he still, yeah. is he still a person? Does he still like, <laughs> does he still have like a social security number? Does he, it's a good um, question. Like I don't, I don't, I just don't know how. All when when it's like no one knows who Peter Parker is. Does that does that mean they don't know him on like a personal level? Right. Do they because he you know he's gonna be yeah, in your. I feel like he's it's, gonna it's, be. Yeah, in, he's gonna be know? there. He's like, oh, I just noticed uh, you're in. Here. I didn't realize like, you oh. went to our school. Is that the is that the what it's gonna be like? You know, it has to be that. Like I don't know. It just seems very convoluted. Like how is he gonna even get a job or operate as a normal person if he doesn't have like that basic information, that basic existence on paper. Yeah, I don't I don't know how far that spell has gone. How far does the spell go? Yeah, that's yeah. a good question. And that's what, like, does even, you know, even Doctor Strange and him casting the spell, does he forget who Spider-Man is? Like, does yeah. he forget who Peter Parker is? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that gives him, I mean, I guess that gives him a clean slate. That lets the movie makers be like, okay, we can kind of, we can kind of go anywhere we want. Are they going to continue? Like, like in the next one, is it going to be about him? realizing he does need Ned and uh, MJ or, or, and this is where I think it's going to go, or are they going to in, in, introduce into the MCU officially in this universe, Gwen Stacy. And 
not just Gwen Stacy, but they they introduce Spider Gwen and give him a, a romantic partner that can take care of herself. Therefore, kind of jumping over what's going to be his issue in the next one is going to be, I can't let my identity out. I can't let people into my lives. I'm going to have to go at it alone, you know, and very much so he's going to be facing this, this existential crisis and this crisis of power where it's going to be like, how do I be responsible? How do I use this power, but not put anybody in danger? I can't put anybody in danger. They can't take care of themselves. So they can introduce this Gwen Stacy character, maybe make her spider Gwen. So then they can maybe be like partners and, so are you saying that the, hunting. the trilogy arc of MJ and Ned is done? Like we won't I, see them anymore? I think anymore? it could be. I think it could be. Mm. I think they might not even have decided yet. I think they're. that's kind of why they did it is to be like, we need to decide the next trilogy on our own. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, if contracts are running out with the MCU, if Sony's going to have more of a hand in Spider-Man. I hope not. I hope Marvel still keeps majority influence because i feel like that's what's made these spider-man movies great is their involvement and connection to the mcu and taking a, a less traditional approach um but we have you know i just threw out that conjecture but what we do know is that venom is going to be involved and that leads us to the first uh cut scene not cut scene first credit scene yeah Which, uh, where okay. where yes. the symbiote uh, Venom's a part of Venom symbiote is left behind in this in this MCU universe. So let I'm, let me let me try to figure this out. So with the with the uh, Venom end scene. So in the end of Venom, let there be carnage. He gets pulled into the Tom Holland, Peter Parker, Spider Man universe. Right. Uh, he does not know that. Peter Parker is Spider-Man when he gets pulled into the into the world. Like that's just that's just another villain that was pulled in that doesn't know who Peter Parker is. Yeah. So that so because that because Electro was pulled in because Venom pulled in was pulled in. I don't think it was just anybody that knew knew Spider-Man or Peter Parker. I think it's anybody that uh, was in an, another alternate universe. Like the spell was broken. The spell was 100% broken. Maybe. Um, yeah. And just pulled in uh, villains from a Spider-Man universe. Even maybe. though even though in the Venom movies, Spider-Man's not even in there, not even in anything. Maybe the spell knew that Topher Grace was not available to be pulled in in that universe. So they're just like, we'll just take the other, the new Venom. We I mean, can't get the old Venom. We'll get the new Venom. I mean, I get, I mean, okay, you know, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just it's just hard to hard to wrap my head ar around that. But yeah, um, but I it was it that. was the conversation that he had with the with that Tom Hardy had with the bartender. He was like, "Let me get this straight," and he's talking about the blip, the five years, and all of these things that are happening. And all of a sudden, he's gone, and the symbiote is left behind. So. Um, what that looks like for uh, the future of Spider-Man and the Venom crossover is there going to be a Venom Spider-Man movie? Probably. You know that's what it's look that's what it's looking like because they're going to have that's why they brought Venom or Spider-Man into the Venom universe and vice versa. Right. So there has to be a right. crossover at some point. Um, another thing is what Electro said. He's he's like I thought you were black and that was like a a nod to the Miles Morales. I think that if they are going to do another trilogy, which it looks what that that's what the, the case is going to be, because uh, uh, it's uh, I think that's I think the rumors are that they're close to inking another trilogy with Tom Holland, is that it's going to be 
Uh, Tom Holland's going to do his three movies and that's going to be done. Tom Holland's going to be done. And they're going to just, you know, these three movies are going to be with Miles Morales or it's going Maybe. to be like the, the, the beginning of Miles Morales and yeah. that universe because of this. The next movie is a Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. Mm. Um, and I really think that, you know, this is going to be, it's all going to be going to be messed up. They can tell any story that they want. And is this as a Miles Morales Spider-Man also another Spider-Man from another universe that, uh, they, that, that we're not done. We're not done with this universe uh, of, right. of, of multiverses, not even by a long shot, because I think that's what the next phase is. As we've already seen what we've seen with um, the, the names of Dr. Strange multiverse of madness and Ant-Man quantum mania. I really think there's going to be just, it's going to be all the universes colliding. And that's, yeah. I, that's what I, that's what I think. I don't think Miles Morales is is actually in the tom holland universe i think he's gonna okay. be in, in in another multiverse all right all right well we'll have to wait and see yeah now you, you bring up the multiverse of madness that was the second after credits cutscene, and let me tell you my mind was blown my wife and i were watching the multiverse of madness little it was almost like a trailer a teaser trailer yeah just kind of flashing things that were going to happen and who pops up but none other than Dark Strange. I don't even know what his official name was from What If, the guy that lost uh, lost his his wife, who in an alternate dimension was who he loved. He didn't love himself. He loved uh, this coworker who was Rachel McAdams, I think, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and you have in this trailer, like showing her wedding day, like the really quick flashes. So you don't really see everything that's happening. But then at some point you see the all black like Doctor Strange, the Dark Strange from the What If series, the animated has crossed over into live action. And Mindy and I were like, what? Right. Crazy. Yeah, I, I never would have thought that they would have brought into that. I mean, it totally makes sense. It's like, hey, these are these are alternate universes. Yeah. These are alternate universes and anything could happen. And the yep. way they just like, hey, they we're going to bring it into the MCU official canon wild yeah Yeah. wild and just like with the former spider-man movies uh i feel like this elevated the what if series even more to be like them saying this is real like this is legit this is canon this is this is a part of the mc now it's more like the mc tv u or mc whatever uh Mm -hmm. you want to call it you it's like no longer just film it's film it's streaming services tv series etc uh wow so cool really cool so cool all right. Uh, do you have any other closing thoughts? On yes, this? I do have one. We kind of glossed over it. It All was right. the first cameo, uh, the okay. first surprise of the movie within the first, you know, like 10, 15 minutes, whatever, is when uh, Charlie Cox's Matthew Murdoch oh, shoot. shows up as totally forgot Th- that. Tom Holland's Peter Parker's lawyer. And yeah. they are just like, he's, they're talking back and forth. And then, you know, everybody is hating on Spider-Man. Because he's a murderer, which is wild, by the way, absolutely wild. They're like, they're like, they're they're believing one thing. Like, I mean, that, I guess that's the public. You know, that's they 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 believe one thing and they'll go crazy. Uh, and, and so they were going crazy. You know, there's helicopters everywhere. There's people trying to figure out, you know, be with Spider-Man or trying to hurt Spider-Man or believing a Mysterio over Spider-Man. Like, it's a whole thing, which is really cool. But Matthew Murdoch was his was his lawyer. And someone throws a brick through the through the the window, and he catches it. 
like not even looking because you know he's blind and right. they're like i thought you were just an attorney he's like mm, i'm not a good a good attorney yeah i'm a, a good, good lawyer it was, it, was, it was a good one yeah it was like it was just like he was only in it for a little bit but it was really cool that like you just said this is the mcu tv c you know all the all this all this they're bringing yeah. everything together and they're saying hey this daredevil show that was on netflix it's now canon. Like how it's cool canon. It's is real. that? Yeah, for sure. Which brings even more uh, greatness to the, the Daredevil series. Like, cause Marvel, they're like, Hey, we're going to do it our way. But they're like, Hey, this Daredevil show that was on Netflix, this Matthew Murdoch, you know, Charles, Charlie Cox's character, the way you portrayed him is good enough for the MCU. That's yeah. awesome. That was awesome. For sure. For sure. I love that. And uh, yeah, so great, great things are to come. Crazy things mm-hmm. are to come. Um, multiverse of madness is going to be madness uh, with Doctor Strange, Dark Strange, the return of, I don't remember the guy's name that he was pretty much in Doctor Strange one. It was clear he was going to be the bad guy by the end because he had helped him the whole time. And then he sucked some guy's soul at the end of, uh dr strange i can't remember his name and now he has long hair and dreads and stuff uh but yeah and then scarlet witch of course in her final form you know with her whole garb and outfit from the end of uh wandavision uh man i'm i'm pumped i am (laughs) pumped for yeah this is is spoiler cast if you saw (laughs) Yeah. yeah i mean yeah you had you had enough time to watch wandavision so uh yeah i think that uh that covers it then I think it does. I yeah. think it does. Well, great. May the it's amazing. What a, may, amazing. May the spiders be with you and uh, totally spectacular spiders. And I think we're going to stop there. So, okay. Pat, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you gain.